FMX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, brought to you by Pro Taper, Fly Racing, 100% Goggles, Interwest Hemp, and Motosport.com. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast, and thanks for playing, man. Appreciate it. We are back after a week off, and we are heading to St. Louis, Triple Crown. So this one's easy. Everyone should have eight. Eight is great uh, at this one. So thank you to the folks for playing. Thank you to Yamaha. Thank you to Pro Taper, the star Yamaha guys, the rock star Husky guys use Pro Taper, and now they have the ACF bar out. Some of the riders out there are using it. The first carbon fiber reinforced aluminum handlebar for motocross, uh, revolutionized with carbon core system that uses lightweight and exceptionally strong unidirectional carbon fiber cores to reinforce the aluminum tubing uh, and safely reduce the wall thickness. So this is carbon uh, ends into an aluminum bar. It's the lightest one-on-one handlebar out there. Of course, they got uh, more room on the bar as well for switches and uh, maps and things like that. Map switches and kill switches and whole shot maps, etc., etc. Protaper.com for more information on that. And please check it out. Chains and sprockets, bars. Protaper.com. You've been around for a long time. Remember when they came out with the uh, the um, uh, crossbarless bar um, way back in the day. So, um Thank you to those guys for coming on board. And also, thank you to motorsport.com. It, uh, it's a great company, and they do online uh, OEM and aftermarket parts. they got street stuff, UTV stuff, and, of course, the stuff we love, dirt bikes. Uh, they got a dedicated team of gearheads there helping to work things out. Free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. And if they have any issues, the return policy couldn't be any easier. they got e-bike stuff, too, man. they got bicycles. Uh, over there at motorsport.com. So please check that out and go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com to uh, help us out. And, uh, again, thank you for playing Pulpamex Fantasy, man. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we'll tell you more about Fly 100% later on, um, later on this show. And thank you to the guys uh, uh, um, at Yamaha for giving away the motorcycles. Four bikes we gave away. Really awesome for them to do that. Thank you to uh, everybody for playing. And uh, let's, let's discuss – well, let's, let's wrap up Seattle – Hashtag March Champion, and then look ahead to St. Louis, shall we? Here we go. And now, as promised, to talk about Seattle and look ahead to the St. Louis Triple Crown Race on Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Uh, a couple of the experts, along with myself. Uh, first up, from Athena and Get, it is Dan Truman. What is up, Dan? How are you? I'm good. Getting uh, ready for an exciting weekend of fantasy uh, and also MotoGP, which I know you love. Oh, yeah. Street bike racing's big for sure. I invited yeah. you to MotoGP to be a VIP guest for the weekend. Doesn't even respond to my text. Oh, <laughs> I, I apologize. I mean, it's worth a response. I didn't do it because of that, but yeah. Uh, uh, no big deal. Uh, are they racing in America soon? Yeah, yeah. We're in Austin, Texas. It's a very large event. And, um, there will be this a weekend. Lot of there. This weekend. This weekend. This weekend, yeah. There's oh. quite a few people that are flying from St. Louis well, I was, too often. I was going to say, JT, are you one of them? I will not be, no. Oh, okay, all right. Um, I yeah. have uh, this thing uh, the, called the Pulp MX Show. It's show 500, if you haven't heard. Um, yeah, but that's Monday. Just, <laughs> yeah. Right, well, I'm not, I'm not going to St. Louis, then Austin, then Vegas, okay. and trying to fight through all those things. No, I, I'm not yeah. doing that, no. He's not but, committed to yeah. oh, Lu- Lucas Myrtle's hitting up the Masters, then St. Louis on on Saturday, then Austin, then still could could make the show if he needed to. He and he also does committed. nothing but sit. He, he doesn't <laughs> do anything at any of these events, but oh, stand around. Yeah. So, uh, well, yeah. I love Lucas, but it's a little bit of a different dynamic. Plus, I've done this before, Steve. It's not really that great, 
you go to the race, you go to the hotel, you, you know, you get back pretty late, whatever. Then you fly the, the earliest flight possible to Austin. You get there, you race as fast as you can possibly go to get to the track, and you barely make it in time for the race to start. And then the race is over, and then you fight traffic to get back to the hotel, and the weekend's already over. Like, it's, nah. it's not that awesome. I've done then it. Just go, then just go times. the whole weekend and just tell your guys, hey, make your own drinks and figure out your own. I mean, that's my job, I guess. But, you know, just uh, well, <laughs> still listen, uh, it out. If you're going for the whole weekend, if you're going the whole weekend, all in. No problem. Couldn't recommend it anymore. But to try to do the St. Louis fly there rush, I, I'm out. I don't want to do that. Mm, well, doesn't sound that exciting to me, anyways. But uh, yeah, all right. Let's uh, let's get into it. JT from Fly Racing, of course. Uh, let's get into Seattle and uh, look ahead to this to the Triple Crown. Thank you again to Yamaha. Like I said off the top, thanks to Yamaha, man. We're uh, getting close to the end. There's uh, five races to go to give away a 2022 YZ450F. So uh, yeah, plenty to talk about. Still got tight battles up front. Uh, Seattle, uh, I, I won 245 points. Marks, 221. The Mulligan, 217. Roto, 200. JT, 197. Dan, 190. Paul, 160. So not a great um, weekend for Paul. Uh, teams with 28. Teams with eight in the main, 21%. And I was not one of those 21% either. So real low for that. Um, average score 200, high score 292, 200, 250, uh, 250 FFL, 28% of people selected it. 81% got it right. It was Christian Craig. I was also one of those guys that uh, got it right as well. Um, and 450s, 15% selected somebody, and uh, 19% got it right. And I forget who it was in 450s now. It was a Eli while Tomac. Tomac. All right. That's right. Uh, Wyatt Lionsmith, 5% pick trend. I believe he qualified pretty decently uh, in Seattle, and uh, he had a 5% pick trend. Oh, he was 18th overall. He won the LCQ. He scored 42 points. Jesse Flock, 38. Chris Blose, 36. McClellan Heil, 32. Jaleek Sewell, 30. Mitchell Harrison, 30. And so on and so forth. Pick trend, Chris Blose, Hunter Lawrence, Colin Juran. Christian Craig, Garrett Marchbanks, Hunter Slauger. Uh Myself, me, I had Chris Blose. He had had a crappy uh, last round and um, uh, was a handicap two. Field's not that deep. I went with Chris Blose. Got a seventh. Thank you, Chris Blose. Uh, I went with Jaron Stapleton just because of real Paul uh, is a big fan of Stapleton, and he qualified 23rd, and he's a better racer than qualifier. So I thought it would be a good pick, and he, he got in easy into the main event. And he was uh, 48 points or 46 points for a while in the main. He dropped back, so just 30 points for that. My all-star was Garrett Marchbanks, and, yeah, he makes it exciting. He almost didn't get double points or almost didn't get – um yeah, almost didn't get double, uh, but he did get in and he maxed out. He was a six, he was a six uh, uh, handicap, 26 points for that. My fourth guy was Hunter Slauger. He qualified 20th overall. He's generally in the main event. He got taken out at the last uh, West round, I believe, to not get in either. And I spoke to him in the pits, said he was feeling good, uh, and then he went down in the heat race and uh, broke his back. So that sucks. Uh, 25% pick trend for him, for Hunter. 
Uh, yeah, really thought he was going to get in. Uh, when he when he crashed, he wasn't in, but he was certainly moving forward. So he yeah, was not. He, yeah, I believe he, he was, was not moving forward. I believe he was. He was not. Uh, I was okay. watching and spotting, and he was definitely not moving forward. I have to disagree. I have to look at the lap charms. I believe he's I, moving forward. We don't. Have, we don't there, there's no disagreeing. You can just look at the lap chart. Look at the lap times. It'll it'll tell you. You, you can tell my bitterness in this. Um, I, I'm really really aware of how this was going and it was not well okay uh so that's my 250 team what was yours jt pretty awful to be honest uh want to give a shout out to wyatt lionsmith he is a native boisean um actually was walking down the street one day and he yelled out of the side of his van one day um but good job for him high high score uh i had chris Bullock also and uh i mean that wasn't Anything uh, to write home about, 38% did. But, uh, yeah, solid ride for, for Chris there. I had Hunter Lawrence. He maxed out. I had Hunter Schlosser, of course. Um, that's why I know exactly what was going on. And uh, he was going backwards before he crashed. And he wasn't going to qualify anyway out of that heat. Um, maybe he gets under the LCQ. But, um, yeah, pretty tough. Tough deal. Hate to see him get hurt. But I wasn't thrilled with how that was going anyway. Um, and then I had Colin Duren who, uh, yeah, that was uh, not good. Uh, he came on to the Fly Racing Radio Show Saturday afternoon, talked me into it because I didn't have him picked, said no problem, thought he'd get around 15th in the main event, and then, yeah, was never really close to qualifying. So uh, He was, uh, he was 11th, really yeah, qualified 11th overall. Um, yeah, so got a lot of people. Yeah, I don't, I don't have really good things to say about that. All right, uh, Dan? All right, I do have the lap chart pulled up real quick. So Slosher, lap one, was 10th. He went to 9th. He was 9th again on lap three. He then fell back to 11th on lap four, and then he died on lap five. So Right. So he went from 9th to 11th. He did move up, then he moved down. So, I mean, you guys both kind of can win here. Um, no, he was not making it. My, my, my I'm not saying he was going to make I never said he was going to make it. He was just moving up. Yeah, he, he moved not. up into a qualifying position, and then he, and then he was out. Anyway, I mean, he was on my team, the same reason he was on your guys' team. I actually do know his mechanic a little bit and texted with him, and um, it was a bummer to see he got hurt. I was pretty upset that he wasn't lining up for the LCQ. I offered parts for their bike that was destroyed. Um, but, yeah, he was uh, he was pretty injured, so I think he's going to be okay. Um, he'll skip the East-West race, I believe, and then be back for Denver. So, anyway, he was on my team. Uh, I had Caden Amari. I always had Caden Amari. I thought he was going to be pretty good. I talked to his mechanic, and he had no setbacks during the break, and he was making main events before. So I thought that was good. I had Hunter Lawrence as my all-star. I felt like Hunter was a top three guy, top four guy. So it was pretty easy there. I didn't pick Christian Craig FFL. I just He hadn't got one all year, so I didn't know why he would get one now, but of course that bit me. Um, and then I made a mistake. I had Chris Blos, and I – thought about picking Dominique Thury, and instead I went with Colin Duren, mainly because of what JT said about the show. So it's not JT's fault by no means. He said on the on your guys' show, uh, your live show, that he was good and should pick him. So should have known better. He only races once a year, but he does race arena cross and stuff, and he had been riding, so I thought maybe he'd make it. But So I had him. Yeah. I had Duren for a long time. And I talked to my buddy Noof, who knows him well, and I know Colin a little bit. I talked to him on track walk, and Noof was like, yeah, like, he'll get in, I think. And then Noof was like, do you remember last year or the last time we were in Seattle? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I picked him the last time we were in Seattle. 
and I believe he did the same thing. He qualified really well. But then, like, two years ago, he did make the main. Three or years ago, whatever. There was a point where he maxed out in the main event. There was one of those races, or he got close to it. But the last time we raced Seattle, I picked him, and he did this exact same thing, qualified well, didn't get in, never even came close. And so I bailed late in the uh, in the selection process, but that was sort of my – but I had him for a long time, and I was in and all of that. And I started thinking – What was your – sorry. Yeah. Uh, what was your reasoning for picking Christian Craig in, for FFL? Uh, because long start or long long lap? Was it a long lap? I don't even yeah, remember now. No, it, I don't remember. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just I think JT. My opinion is everybody was just going with like Jet every weekend, the fastest guy, and I think a lot of people just picked the best guy for FFL, even though yeah. statistically he hasn't gotten it. Like they just were like, oh, Christian Craig's gonna win, you know? Like we should pick Christian yeah. Craig. Yeah, there was something I, mean, I thought I, about, but I don't remember what it was. But I did give it some thought. I think maybe it was just because we haven't been on the West Coast in so long and everybody forgot he hasn't gotten it. Like, I, I was picking him at the beginning of the season. He just was not getting it done. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look back statistically, it wasn't a good pick. That was I was more like, I'm frustrated that you picked him. Like, oh, yeah, Christian Craig, no problem. Like, how, how did you get to that conclusion, and why are you pretending like it was like a no-brainer? No, I'm not pretending it was a no-brainer, but I looked at the start or the lap, and I'm like, yeah, I think, I think Craig's a good pick. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yep. You're right, though. He hadn't gotten them all year, but he had been in the mix. It wasn't like he was way off. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. Did he – yeah, something about it. I just thought that it would be it. So. Okay. Uh, but, yeah, um, so thanks. Thanks. Shout-out to Paul for uh, getting Jaron Stapleton for me, too. Uh, I really thought about Paul's words when I went with Stapleton. Yeah, and I originally had Stapleton and Chris Bloss and went with Jaron and Schlosser. Um, that was like my Wednesday team, you know. Uh, Kate Namrai, you know, just safe team, Stapleton, all these guys. Nah. Yeah. Big zeros. <laughs> uh, all right, 450s from Seattle. Uh, Mitchell Oldenburg, 42 points. Justin Bogle, 36. Hartraff, 36. Lane, 34. Troll, 34. Wilson, 34. Chiz, 34. Starring, 34. Poltelli, 34. Blah, blah, blah. 1.4% picked Austin Politelli, who hasn't been close to a real main event uh, when he's been lining up. And 1.4% of you thought he would make it this week, and, and he did. And good job. Also, uh, A-Ray, shout out to A-Ray. 29% of people still believe in the uh, old uh, 87 there, and he got it done. Uh, pick trend was Oldenburg, Mookie, A-Ray, Chiz, Jason Anderson, Justin Starling, Hartraft, Muskan. I had a good team. I went with uh, Mitchell Oldenburg, 55% pick trend, though. He's back in the 450s, qualified well. Just so I was like, yeah, Oldenburg. And then he went down in the main, uh, and I thought, oh, boy, that could be bad. And he got up right away and uh, repassed Hartraft um, and all that. So that was pretty good. good. Good heart by Oldenburg to get back into the mix after a pretty good crash. And then I had Hartraft. Uh, fields thin. He's been setting career bests a lot lately. And he was a not, or he was a five handicap, and I thought, yeah, that'll be just that's just going to get me thirty points. I figured it'll be a safe pick. He got thirty six, highest second tied for the second highest. So went with Hartraft there. I went with Troll one week after uh, blowing apart a lot of teams. I just thought that Troll would be the guy, and then he absolutely could not ride through the whoops um, in the heat. Crashed in the whoops. Had to go to the LCQ last gate pick in the LCQ. And pulled it off. Rode pretty well in the LCQ to get second, I believe. Um, I was scared to he death. He got fourth. I thought he got second. 
Yeah, fourth. But he was it was a smart fourth. If he wanted to go past those guys, he could have. But he just kind of like cruised. Yeah, he def- no, he got second. I'm looking right here. Thank you. When did he pass the second? He got second just because Moran's went down on the last lap. He got lane. Oh, okay. Well, he was like riding around. Yes, in fourth. he was in fourth yeah, for a okay. long time, okay. playing second. My fault. So okay. troll was, but I was sweating it, man. Just sweating it because of uh, his riding the whoops. But then in the main event. He got okay and figured out the whoops to jump, and it was okay. So that was my other pick. And then my all-star was Moosecan, always good in Seattle, maxed out. That was easy, made a podium, 21%. So I was really two points. No, actually, I believe I picked Bogle last weekend before Seattle. So I, I had the perfect team for me. Otherwise, I was two points off a perfect 450 team. So that's where I really made some points up. Uh, Dan, who'd you have? I mean, to be fair, I think everybody had a pretty good 450 team. You know what I mean? Like, look, yeah. at, everybody got double points. Everybody, almost every all-star besides Barsha and Tomac, uh, and they got 23. You know what I mean? They raced. So uh, I had Oldenburg. I had Starling, Alex Ray. Oh, A-Ray. And, and A-Ray rode it right in in heat, no problem. Yeah, no problem. I've been talking with A-Ray. I feel like I'm, I mean, I want to take some... I want to take some credit for just mentally coaching him through life a little bit on the weekends. Just telling him, just don't crash. You're fine. Oh, you that's think a, you're the only guy that's coaching no, through that game? No, no, definitely not the only guy. <laughs> but, like, I mean, he texts me as he's still riding back to the truck. I feel like he has a phone on his bar pad, and he's right. like, hey, I did it. And I'm like, yeah, congratulations. Yeah. No, but hold, hold um, on. Is, hold on. The, like, breakthrough coaching was don't crash? Because I, I don't feel like that's new information. No. No, listen, we were sharing texts back and forth. I didn't even think he was going to get out of the heat. I mean, he did have an easier heat. But uh, the the conversation was just, hey, like, seriously, you're better than these guys. And I sent him a screenshot of a list of the guys, right? Like, that group after Troll Train in the LCQ of Bubba Polly and all those guys, I was like, these are the 22 best guys in the class. Like, pretty easy, right? You know, so whether it's the LCQ or the heat, just – I don't know. I feel like sometimes he just okay. tries to go for it way too much. That's my opinion. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Um, and Cooper Webb was my all-star. I mean, with all the guys that were out, I thought Coop would be top six uh, pretty easily at a handicap five. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I had a, a really good a really good uh, 450 team. Uh, JT, 450s? Yeah, same. I think uh, the 450 was, the, you know, it was the saving grace for a lot of people. Um, I had Oldenburg who was, you know, high scorer, um, obviously 55% pick trend, whatever. I'm not I'm not uh, really stepping out there. No, that was Heart an easy Raft, pick for sure, yeah. Yeah, of course, right. Um, Hartraft uh, had a really solid ride. Um, he actually moved forward in the main event. He, he rode really, really well. Um, I had Chiz, who I wasn't, like, over the moon about picking him, but at a five, you look at the class, you look at where Starling and Brees and all these guys, I was like, this is kind of – impossible to not pick um yeah he did well 11th i didn't think he rode all that well to be honest he actually went backwards pretty significantly at one point but he recovered and does what mm-hmm. chiz does yeah it, those um, privateer guys thought they had him but no no yeah yeah, yeah he just yeah it was it was he was just fooling playing with their emotions a little bit uh and then i had barsha who only got me 23 but that's okay um he had a huge crash so it could have been a lot lot worse um so i'll give him credit for fighting back to uh to hold web off there to get fifth uh, yep. All right. We're waiting for Dan to call back in. But um, Dirty Al Green, <clears throat> lead pipe block, 100% lead pipe locks. Uh, Dan wins it with Stapleton and Morantz, 62 points. Uh, I had Harriman, 
who got me zero on Oldenburg 42. Uh, Roto had Schlager and Oldenburg at 42. And Paul had B-Ray and A-Ray for 32. Uh, also, too, um, you look at the 450 qualifiers and kind of what Dan was saying earlier, like no offense to Devin Raper, he qualified 21st. And then you just have a mix of guys that, you know, like you, you, even Rod Bell hasn't been in a couple mains. But, yeah, there's basically 18 or eighteen guys that are maybe locks. You know, when A-Ray is one of those at this point in this in this class. You know, uh, Alex Martin's qualifying 13th. Justin Starling's qualifying 9th. Nothing against those guys, but it gets pretty easy in the 450s right now to make some to make some points is what I guess I'm saying. So, um, yep. Thanks to the folks at uh, Fly Racing, 100% Pro Taper at Motorsport, of course, for coming on this podcast. 100% taking what they learned from the Omega goggle. 100% introduced the all-new Gen 2 goggle at the end of 2020. They got a 17.5% larger field of view and more comfort than ever before. Experience uh, uh, the Encore, Racecraft 2, Acuri, and Strata. Visit 100%.com forward slash pulp. Use the code pulp22 at checkout to save 25% on casual apparel and accessories. And, of course, you know that Webb, Ferrandis, Mooskin, AP... The Lawrence brothers, Star Yamaha, all wearing 100% among others out there. So please check those guys out. Thank you to that. And, of course, Fly Racing, flyracing.com. Justin Brayton back this weekend, JT, in Fly Racing gear, I believe, right? I hope so. Yeah, yeah I, would, I would think so. That's the word on the street. Max Anstey back this weekend uh, in Fly Racing gear as well. So that that's also good to see. Uh, your 450 presence, JT, just increased quite a bit with Fly Racing. Well, to be fair, it couldn't get really much worse. So Good point. We will take it. Uh, and the Formula Helmet, of course, they have uh, new shells for the Formula Helmet. They got the OG one. They got a CP shell, a Formula CP with a, with a different shell on it. And <clears throat> same great safety features, same um, comfort, everything else. Fly racing, Formula Helmet, it's amazing. Please check that out uh, as soon as you can at a local dealer. Or go to motorsport.com and order one up. And they're back. You want me to, you want me to help, help you on that? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Yeah, okay. please. We have the uh, the formula, which is your standard carbon, right? That came out 2019. A year, a year and a half later, we came out with the formula CC, which has all of the exact same features, but in a carbon composite version. Um, so it's uh, about 20 grams heavier um, and uh, $200 cheaper. So that's a really nice, um, you know, budget more budget conscious alternative. And then last year we came out with the CP that you mentioned. Um, that has most of the same safety features. It does still have Rion in it, but now you're down to $250, and that that is a uh, polycarbonate shell, which is where you're getting all of the uh, the cost savings. So three different versions, a lot of the same safety fe- features across all three, um, but it's really more, you know, the the weight is really similar in all three, but the, the prices are not. Right. So I just so, wanted to kind okay. of clarify so that a little bit. So it's the CP helmet, right, polycarbonate. Why don't you call it the yep. PC helmet, polycarbonate? Get it? Uh, carbon poly. Carbon is, poly. Is okay, right. Carbon poly. Right, yep. right. Okay. Uh, so please check that out. And, of course, uh, the Evo lines and the kinetic and the kinetic mesh and all of that available. Flyracing.com. Uh, waiting for Truman to call back in. There's, he he, he might have got there's, there's in one thing I wanted to touch on yes. really quickly. So, um, you know, we are very thankful for all the players signing up and being in the championship league. And we are very thankful to all of our sponsors that provide all of these great prizes. Um, the one thing I want to touch on, because I am kind of the first line of defense on the info at Pulpamax Fantasy emails, and then Marks kind of helps me on the, the back end with coding and, and answering site questions. If you did win a prize, 
Um, congratulations first. That's awesome. That's, you know, we, we you're doing much better than I am because I don't think I've ever qualified to win a prize, even if I was eligible. Just please be patient. Most of these prizes are shipped automatically from Dan. Um, he is the, he is prize central and he gets these prizes out. If you don't hear from us, that's totally normal. Now, if it's been some crazy amount of outlier time, like months on months, yes, please reach out to us. But if, you know, we get emails sometimes like they win a prize on Saturday and they're emailing on Tuesday, like, what do I need to do? Well, thankfully <laughs> for most of you, you don't need to do anything. Uh, most of these prizes are, you know, you don't have to choose a, a size or color or anything like that, and they will just ship to you. If we do need further information from you, we will reach out to you or the sponsor of the series will reach out to you, which is awesome. Um, it's really automated to this point. You know, we've been doing this for a few years, and then we have a really great system in place. The other, only other thing I would mention is if you want to help us, Make sure that your shipping address is always up to date on your profile because that is the data we pull from. Um, but other than that, like, and, and I don't mind interacting with people, but it, it gets overwhelming at times. And it's some of the time I'm like, man, you just won. Like, give us a second to breathe and, and we'll, we will get these prizes out because, you know, for a lot of this, we're doing 20 plus winners a week multiplied yeah. times 29 rounds a year. It, mm -hmm. it gets crazy and overwhelming on the email side. And I don't want people to think we're ignoring them. It's just a lot to keep up with. Yeah, like we haven't done the prizes for Seattle yet, and we're you no, know, we, no, those are coming. And they, they will yeah. happen. Yeah, yeah of they, course. they will happen, right? Dan's on it, and and uh, it just just give us a little bit of time, and you know, all these things are the prizes are secured. Dan has them in his warehouse, and they all get shipped out in due time. Um, so it's kind of a, a balancing between making sure we don't want people to think that we're leaving them out to dry, but at the same time, you know, it's it's a lot of prizes to get shipped out every single week as well. Yeah, and and sometimes in the case of Michelin, you know, they had a, they had product shortages. It took a long time, but we, we, Michelin reached out to everybody to let them know. And you know, yeah, there's different things in different times, and I can't tell you for the prizes that I handle. A lot of guys have different addresses. So, again, yep. keep, keep your addresses up to date, everybody. So people will, will be like, oh, that's my old address. Well, you know, so I ask for addresses right. now in certain cases. Sure. Because, uh, yeah, it, it, it seems like. And then, of course, always remember the email and your username, everybody. Please, you remember your username. That, that, write it down. Put it in your phone. Do something. Because uh, yeah. an increasing number of players are logging to the wrong accounts and wondering what the hell yeah. is going on. So. And that makes life really hard for Marks, right? Yes. Um, he's having to chase those down, and he's the one that gets carries the burden of being able to search the site for that stuff. So. Yeah. yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, all right, well, we have uh, random winners, of course. Uh, you don't even need to uh, be that good at this game to win a prize. We have a motorsport.com gift card. We have our jerky prize package as well. Uh, for anybody who signed up for the championship uh, uh, user um, uh, league, and let's go to it now. Motorsport.com gift card, WRB99358, WRB99358. Good job. You win a Motorsport uh, gift card for $25. We'll be in touch. And the R-Jerky prize package is Noah BMX13, Noah BMX13. You win some R-Jerky prize package. Use the code PulpMX to save at R-Jerky. Uh, speaking of that, um, speaking of R-Jerky, the 7 Deuce Deuce has a jerky named after him, and he's coming back this weekend. So uh, looking forward to coming, seeing the 7 Deuce Deuce back in uh, St. Louis this weekend. And as I said uh, off the top of the show, this one is a triple crown. And so, uh, again, you're going to know all your riders in the main event after the LCQs are run. And, JT, it just makes it easier to have, you know, 
not uh, those guys in the main have the amount of people in the main event having eight in the main. It, it just yeah, and, and honestly, I wouldn't unless you're worried you're going to lose power or not be able to get to your phone or something. I wouldn't even worry about picking a team until that window after the 250 and 450 LCQs. There's there's absolutely no other reason. Like if you're you know as locked into this as we are, or even close, where you're watching the race, you're watching race day live. You're watching, just wait, right? And if you don't see the experts have a team picked. That's the reason. Uh, yeah. We are going to be patient. We're not going to pick a team until we know who's in the main event, and neither should you. Yeah. So yeah. just saying on that on the front end, wait, and then make smart decisions, right? Like the last Triple Crown event, I had three 16s and an all-star on my 250 team because I thought it was the most logical. Was it the best possible team? No, but it was damn close. And to me, I just didn't want any stress. I knew I was going to get double points on every guy. And, yeah, it was a really stress-free, easy main event for me. But had you picked a team before the LCQ, you wouldn't have been able to do that. So I don't even – I wouldn't even worry about, like, making a preliminary team. Any of it, don't even worry about it. Just wait until yeah. your LCQs and then go in. Yeah, absolutely. Dan is back. By the way, Dan, you won the Dirty Al Green lead pipe locks, so you, are, you extended Thanks. your lead on Roto. Who would I have? You had Stapleton and Morantz. Perfect. Didn't pick either of them on my team. Good. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, exactly right. Also, by the way, I would just like to make an announcement that uh, I am, after uh, being the February champion on Pulp Max Fantasy, I am also the March champion. I snatched it from JT at the very last round here in Seattle. So t 1,015 points to 1,000 for the month of March. Cool. Thank you, you everybody. Them? Thank you, everybody. Uh, I appreciate you guys supporting me on you that. You want twenty? You want twenty bucks? Me versus you in uh, April? We already aren't we doing twenty every round right now? No, you said this last time. Why would I bet you twenty dollars? I will bet you twenty dollars a round if you what, want. To what do we ask for? Our, say, what are you? You're asking why would you? Why wouldn't you? You always would do that. Uh, what bet do we have, Dan? We, I paid you. I know, but for what? <laughs> but what was it? It was twenty dollars for the month last month. Me versus you. That of was March. it. Yeah, yeah. But you and then we went twenty dollars double or, or twenty dollars last weekend, or in Seattle, just me versus you, which you also won. Oh, so, so yeah, you sent me forty. Yes, because you won forty dollars. Okay, all right. Okay, I, so so we're on for twenty bucks a month. All right, sounds good. Twenty bucks a month. Yeah. Okay. Me well, JT, any comment on me being the uh, March champion? No, I I feel like you're you have a lot going for in your life. You're really accomplished. You have grown. You know, Pulpamex from nothing when. Most people said that you couldn't do this. Um, I personally am very proud of you. I think you're really talented at what you do. I just think you're above this. Like, this is not, like, any no. sort of milestone for you to be celebrating. So I kind of ignore it. Okay. I, I just think it's beneath you. Fair enough. Uh, I also took the lead in the overall series, uh, over marks. So I, uh, that's, something that, that's, that's a yeah, little bit bigger. 18, like, I, can, I can get on board there. I'm 18 points up, um, and I'm 400th overall-ish. So, yeah, you know, just... That's I'm on board with that. Okay, that that's cool. Like, but month champions are not celebrate that. Yeah, that, that's not a thing. Like okay. it's not a thing. That's right. why I just kind of like poo poo it. Okay, fine. Um, okay. Go ahead. A few Dan. weeks ago, uh, myself and Vinny, uh, I talked to last year's winner. We were tied. Uh, I had a really good week. I was up to 40th, I think, overall in idiots, like top 100 overall. I've had two very bad weeks. I'm in the thousands now. It's crazy how this game turns really quick. 
It is. You're right. Uh, and 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 at least I'll have a eight in this weekend, and I know that. So I, I will say real quick, I'll add to JT's picks and preliminary team. Remember, you know, some people don't plan ahead, but next week is a East West race. We haven't had one of those in a while, and and a day race. The top four from the East Coast and the top four from the West Coast in points will be all-stars. So maybe your all-star pick shouldn't be like, say, a Jordan Smith because he's going to be eligible for double points in Atlanta. That's all I would say. Um, did, you get, did you guys know that after this weekend we have three day races in a row? No. Fun fact. Uh, Denver for sure. Uh, and then so Atlanta and then Atlanta, Boston. Atlanta, Foxborough, Denver are all three yeah. day races. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so can I get out on Saturday nights? Yes. Uh, yeah, I don't, I, well, you know what? It's really difficult to go east to west late, so I doubt you can get out of Foxborough. Denver, definitely, mm-hmm. and uh, Atlanta, maybe. Atlanta, it, you it's can. Hard, it's really hard to go that opposite direction, though. Do we have a, do we have a schedule for Atlanta when we're yes. done? Yes, Oh, we can, do. can you guys send it to me? Sure. I don't have it. And it's not you up Go to supercrosslive.com, click on the event details, <laughs> and it's right there. It's not there. It's not up. I just looked. You, will you add three hours to the... Gate drop time, then you're done. What are you talking about? Add three hours to the gate drop time. <laughs> Whatever it says, gate drop. Like, it's always a three-hour program. So, say we start at three, that means we end at six, then it's done. So, so now, so for Seattle, we end at ten. So now we end at seven. What? Well, no. Like on the on the website, it'll say like gates open, gate oh. drop time, or whatever. Oh. If it says gates drop at three. The oh. program is three hours long. Okay, I'm on the AMA supercost.com results for the schedule. I always go there for the schedule. All right. Well, whatever the end of the program is, like if you go to supercostlive.com, click on Atlanta event, there's a one of the tabs says details. Under uh, that, huh. click on that, okay. scroll down, and it will show you basically what time gates open and then what time gate drop, and then just add three hours. Okay, to all right, I'll check that out. Uh, people, yeah. don't, people, don't, people don't care. Um, all right. well, maybe they, maybe they want to know, too. Okay, so uh, let's. So again, Triple Crown. If you can't, if you're going to be uh, uh, hammered or in uh, in a cave in Mexico, be careful. Uh, pick, make four picks uh, that are pretty safe that you know are going to make it. Otherwise, wait until the after the LCQ. Uh, we are doing a Max Ansi jersey for this weekend, Triple Crown. Uh, I looked at the last Triple Crown, and I know we've gone through this a bunch. The high handicaps are not always the number one picks. And uh, that is true in a lot of cases. However, the last Triple Crown was Minneapolis. And uh, the four top handicaps, 12, 14, 16, and 14, Miller, Hand, Cullen Park, Derek Drake were the 52-point maxed out guys. So, yeah, in, in this case, it worked out. Um, and in um, 250 class, a little harder. Like, Brees was a 12 uh, handicap and got 32 points. The number one point scorer was Troll. With a handicap of 11, then it was Vince Freeze at a handicap 8. So the 450 class is a little different, but then again, this is Minneapolis when the field was deeper, and now we are for sure going to have some high handicap guys in the 450 class because of the, how thin the field is right now. So we may see that, but yeah, absolutely, you're going to know your guys. Uh, Benny Bloss is back this weekend. Um, who else, Dan? Kyle Peters. Oh, Kyle Peters is back, yeah. Max, Max Anstey, Shane McElrath. Yeah, so you know those guys will be uh, all uh, pickable for sure. Yeah, they they didn't race last week, so yeah. I mean you got to think that moves back. At least Shane beats guys like Starling, Cade, guys like that, right? So they might lose some value as well. 
Yeah, you would hope so, right? Anyways. Chase Sexton, does he race him? Yeah, he's fine. Okay. We got a lot of medic flags on our on our handicap picks, by the way. Uh, all stars. Well, that's something to talk about for all stars uh, for two fifty class. Uh, what, what do you like, JT, for all stars for um, maxing out? Well, you know, I would stay away from Tomac. Obviously, you can't max out with him. That's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll just start there, but I, I don't see a reason to really go with a negative guy in general in, in these classes right now. That the field's just too weak, and there's there's too many good picks. Sexton's been crashing a lot, so. Um, are you, are you want 450 or 250? Threw me off of this Sexton thing. We can go either one. I meant 250s, but we'll go. Okay. Four, let's talk. Let's talk 450. Okay, right I'm now. sorry. Yes. I think uh, you know Pierce Brown to me makes a lot of sense. Um, he's even in the races he's crashed in, he's kind of fought through it, and he's just looked great to me lately. So, same thing with Jet Lawrence. Negative. I don't see why you need to go with Jet Lawrence. McAdoo's been really consistent, so I would uh, say that's a possibility as well. Does anyone know what's up with Styles Robertson? Is he racing because he had been great before that? I don't know what's going on there. No idea. But either way, short. long story short, I would go with probably uh, McAdoo or Pierce Brown because I, I think those are pretty solid podium guys in a pretty weak East Coast field. Dan, you like RJ? I like RJ for the fact that I said – I don't want to pick any guys that are fifth or worse in points because they will be eligible come in the next race. That's mm-hmm. all. Yeah, okay. So yep. for, for me, if if I pick uh, a guy that's fifth in points right now, which RJ could crash, I mean, that's obviously doable. <laughs> but, that's what he does. Uh, yeah, but I do think RJ is a top four guy. That, that's all I mean. So, um, yeah, I'm going to stay away from the guys with the higher handicap all-stars at this one. I mean, I might even go Cam on, at this race. Got an update on Twitter that Grant Harlan, who is uh, – uh, um, I picked him the last race. He didn't qualify, and either he quit the team or the team fired him. That's how bad it went. Uh, he's on a Yamaha, but he's not racing this weekend. So um, okay, take him off I saw team. you had him, Dan. But um, yeah, I, I got a text from the guy who was sponsoring him saying, "Oh, he's um, helping him out, and he was one of our VIPs back in the past." And he's like, "Oh, he's awesome on the Yamaha." I'm like, "Oh, sweet." Oh, okay. Yeah, he, he got hurt a little bit. So C- Peters is really good. I like Peters at a seven, but again, yeah. we're gonna get some twelves and. Such and such here. But, so. but for me, too, like, I think for the people, not so much for us because we're just trying to get the most points possible, but maybe for the strategy for the guys in the front, uh, Kyle Peters is the main event guy, right? Like, he's healthy. He's going to make the shootout main event, like, hands down, out of the heat race, in my opinion. And he's going to have a high, pretty high handicap. You know what I mean? So maybe you yeah, save Kyle good, Peters for Atlanta. Good thinking. You know what yep. I mean? Is he, is he uh, healthy now? Yeah, he's, he's healthy. Good to go. Yeah, okay. he's good to go. So, you know, guys that – are going to make the shootout or got, you know, and get Kyle Peters could get eighth in the shootout, in my opinion, you know, eighth or ninth or something like that. I think he's got more value the following weekend. That's all. Yeah. Good thinking, Dan. Nope. I agree. Cause yeah, he's going to, and even and if like, he I crushes mean, it this weekend, that's more hand- for somebody that's battling for this bike or, right. or, you know, and these, there's a lot of big money leagues and things like that. So Max Volan is back this weekend. He um, is. Yep. He, he will be racing. And I think Max out of two has value there. Um, probably more, value than Chisholm at a zero. So that's yep. kind of... Is yeah, this I mean, like a, where Steve saw the PR, but he wasn't racing, or is he actually going to race? I mean, he posted that he was racing, so I, mean, I can only <laughs> I go off of what he said. I, I talked to Lone Wolf. No, I talked to Lone Wolf, and he's like, I have no idea where that came from. I don't. We were never huh, racing. Okay. He's like, I don't understand. I said, I saw that you were racing. He said, yeah, I saw that too. The so, PR oh, did okay. come out. It was real. I never never saw the PR. I was just kidding with Steve. Oh, I know, but there was, I mean, we all thought that he was racing. I mean, 
Um, yeah, if Styles shows up and the whoops aren't too big, I would think of him as a you know as a maxing as a seven. Fortner racing? So. I don't believe so. I know he wanted to come back as his hometown, right? Right. Or right. home race. Right. So I don't hey, know. He's a minus four. I don't think I would do that first race back. Uh, yes, the field is weak, but. Yeah, not at a triple crown, I don't think, just because there's going to be value. I mean, there are going to be some guys in the 15-16s yeah. that get in. Um, Harlan's but, out, but you look at someone like Luke Neese at a 13, he could probably get in, or uh, Devin Simonson's been really close a couple times. He's a 16, things like that. And, and Dan, you're right. Like, Peters is a 7, and he's a really good rider, so the, he's going to make the main in the shootout. And even if he crushes it this weekend, his handicap will all probably only go to a 5. Maybe not even. Maybe not even. Because right. readjusted for the, you know, for the, yes, so. for the east-west. So I think, a, I think this, this dynamic of triple crown followed by shootout makes those low-value guys more valuable, right? The, the guys that are maybe like a zero, double point zero, they go through the roof on value, right? Like maybe like a guy like Chiz, if you're thinking, like maybe I would pick him. To me, leaving him so you could pick him at the shootout because he's going to qualify and he's yeah. going to have a decent handicap for the shootout. Like, to me, those guys become much more of like, I'm going to stay away this week, but save him for Atlanta. 100%. I agree. Oh. That's why, I, for me, I like like Jared Fry. For me, I mean, he missed the main event earlier in the year. He got last to Daytona. I think he could make the main event this weekend, of course, but at the shootout, I'm pretty questionable that he makes it. You know what I mean? So at an 11 this week, I like him, but I wouldn't really like him for Atlanta so much. Uh. Same, with, same with Jeremy Hand. I think Jeremy Hand makes it this week. But I kind of questionable that he makes it next week. Right. Yep. Um, all right. So JT you talked a little bit about all stars for four fifties. Dan, um, I like Cooper Webb at a five. Dan, you have Sexton at a five. I think either one's good. If you could tell me Sexton is not going to crash, I'd probably go that way. But I think Webb would be steady. So yeah. Yeah. I, for me, I, I had I had Cooper last week. Only reason oh, yeah. why I have. Yep. Um, you know, I have uh, Chase this week, but I think either of those high handicap guys, there's really only eight, I say, eight like elite factory guys, so, you know, per se. So I think Cooper should be top six, no problem. I feel like Benny will get in, even if it's his first race after a long time off, JT, but I don't know at an 11, like if he can do all three, you know, just first race and. I don't know. Yeah, the, yeah. the main event's going to be the tough part. I think qualifying. Uh, he, he's fine. Like he's really good in the whoops, and, and the class. Let's face it, is really beaten down. So I think he gets in. I just I have no idea where his fitness is right now. Yeah, like none. yeah. I don't, if he gets in, I don't see him doing really well. But if A Ray gets in at a twelve, I think A Ray could beat Benny over the three, uh, just for now to start. Benny's been off for a while. So yeah, keep an eye on him. Be, again, the four fifty class not the strongest right now. So could see Rod Bell in there at a fourteen. Could see. I'm out. I am out on Rod, though. But if he I gets, like the guy. Yeah. Super nice guy. But I I mean, yeah, okay, maybe, yeah, if he qualifies. But that's, I just. No, that's what I mean. Like, it, I, you'll see. I know. I just. When, he's not even on my risk going in. Like, what, if, if he just jumps off the page, I have to pick him, I guess. But, man, yeah. he's burned me so many times. When you look at the 22 from last weekend, I'll, I'll kick out Car, I'll kick out Raper just because I, I don't think. But now you're looking at, you know, Politelli, Lane, Cartwright, Morans are out. Rod Bell's in. Like there's gonna be so that's the that's the area of guys that qualify, and so Carnell's a twelve. I think I guess what I'm getting at is Rod Bell could be the highest handicapped guy in the 450 main at a twelve or fourteen. Sorry, at a fourteen. So yeah, 
you know, that'll be the highest area of qualifying <clears throat> in the main event. 14. If you're a guy like Moran, don't you just say screw the 250? I'm racing 450 oh, and is. making five times as much money. No, he is. He is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Moran, Moran has raced the 450 all year long. No, he started on the 250. No, he raced 250. Yeah, he started on the 250. Moran's did? Yes. I, I don't think so, guys. <laughs> okay, all right. Like, or no, did he switch? He switched to East. He started on the 450 and switched to East for 250. Kevin Moran's number 57 on the KTM. He he had to have raced the 250 this year, no? I'm positive no. he did. Okay. You want to make? No, I don't want to bet. I'm not positive. I don't, I, I don't want to bet. I don't want to bet. But, but okay. Point, okay. Well, either way, my point is R- Rod Bell did that. Rod okay, Bell started on Rod Bell started on what? Okay. Switch the East. And Morantz told me he was going to ride 250s, and he's out. So whatever early in the year at some race, he's like, yeah, okay. I'm going to stick with 450s. Okay. Let's pick Carnell. I know he's been racing both. Right. If I'm Carnell, I'm just like, yeah, screw the 250. Like you make so much money on a 450. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Okay. So, all right, okay. um, all right, everybody. Uh, anything else? I'm gonna tweet you Kevin Moran's results every weekend. For you're you're right. I, I I retract my statement. I just meant, <laughs> in theory, these guys that have been doing double duty, like they're yeah. you when you no, I, normally you yeah, and I think class, that, that's like that's what Rod Bell did yeah. last week, and Carnell did too, though, right? He, he was on West Coast, and yeah, he Car- stayed on the 450. Yeah. He rode West Coast 250. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and so did Rod Bell. Rod Bell rode West Coast 250, and he was like, screw yeah. it, I'm just staying on the 250. So I think some of those guys did do that. But when you look at last week's results, there's going to be some guys get bumped out. I mean, you got Sexton, McElrath, Anstey. Um, those are three guys that are main event guys, right? So they're going to bump out some of those guys from last week for sure. Yeah. 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 So I just, even if I'm looking at it as LCQ-wise, there's just too much money. Like, the 250 class doesn't pay worth a damn. No. Right? Unless you have Vince Freezy's bonus plan, I, there's just no way when you look at the 450 class that you, you wouldn't want to ride that class. Yeah, yeah I agree. Yep. I agree, too. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for playing Pulp Max Fantasy. Appreciate it. Uh, Max Nancy jersey up for grabs this weekend. Pro Taper, 100%, Fly, Motorsport.com, all on board with us. And, uh, and again, uh, we'll, we'll reconvene next week and look ahead to the uh, showdown in Atlanta and uh, talk some more Pulp Mex Fantasy. Thanks again for playing. Dan, Truman, Jason Thomas, thanks, guys. Thanks. Thank you. See you. See you.